Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, November 24th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 915 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad and Child back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time. That being, of course, professional wrestling. <clears throat> we, of course, will first start off with our wrestling news and views here segment, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Gervalmo. We'll be, of course, our good friends at 411mania.com as we do have a good, some good uh, stories from all around the wrestling world here. Of course, I'll bring you here in just a few moments. Also, ladies and gentlemen, with our wrestling history and birthdays here tonight, of course, already here in our talk show chat box, uh, getting them all set, ready to go here for us. He is, of course, a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is a multiple-time title holder in our WCWS Trivia Championship Series, including, of course, holding the tag team gold for his group, uh, GWI, as well as, of course, the OVWUS Tag Team uh, Championship alongside the Kenya Club's Mint Patel. Also, of course, part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every mon- Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He is, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, we welcome you, of course, here sir, to episode 915 of Revolution. Thank you very much for c- coming in. We hope to have more folks popping on here within the next few moments. But if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, as, of course, as always, to give us a call. Our phone phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, <clears throat> 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we have to talk about here tonight, which, of course, will include, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will also bring you, of course, the results of what happened last night with Monday Night Raw, of course, uh, the aftermath, of course, of what happened Sunday at Survivor Series. We will also talk about, let me see here, uh, yes, we will definitely talk about the, of course, the uh, champion versus champion matches here uh, from, uh, from this past Sunday's uh, Survivor Series event. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have some updates here concerning, concerning, of course, like I said, the match going on right now on the poll going on right now on our pay-per-view prediction center page. Of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, in his first title defense of the NXT U.S. Halloween Havoc Championship, of course, against Jordan Stuffless. We will, of course, keep you apprised of that. Of course, we have. Plenty of time, of course, for you to get your votes in on that. So, but we'll definitely be keep, keeping you up, up, uh, updates, of course, on it throughout, of course, the tenure of this championship match. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, have our, our of course, give you updates on the poll for the WWS Trivia Gladiator Championship, uh, of course, which is also will also end, of course, at around the same time. So, we will keep you apprised of both of those here, even as we speak. Plus, we may have an update on a match that we we were 
Uh, we're hoping to have uh, to you by Friday, but I think we do have the official update about it now. And we'll bring that here up here to your attention here in just a few moments. It is now 9.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. Here is, of course, for episode 915 of Revolution, your latest uh, wrestling news and views here, of course, courtesy of our friends, as always, at 411mania.com. We do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCW US Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows, of course, in addition, right here on Revolution, also, of course, on Wolfpack, as well as Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, <coughs> Power Hour, as well as WCWS This Morning, among others. Let's go ahead and bring you, of course, our first story of the evening here, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy Thomas posted a story as apparently uh, Jazz has joined the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Title Tournament. Jordan Grace's partner in the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Title Tournament has been revealed, and she's a former WWE and NWA Women's Champion. On tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling, Grace revealed that Jazz will be her partner in the tournament. Here's the, the, there's a video on this page if you want to see the big reveal. Grace and Jazz are set to face a team of Killer Kelly and Renee Michelle in the first round of the tournament. Jazz recently announced she would be retiring from the ring after a 21-year career. She, spoke, she, she of course, uh, spoke with uh, 411 Mania's uh, Jerry Strauss about her decision to retire. In an episode, of course, of My Big Break, of course, there's a link, of course, on this page if you want to go. Uh, take a look at that. Uh, M- Impact, of course, posted this on their Twitter account tonight. As they said, Jazz will be at Jordan Grace's tag team partner in the Knockouts Tag Team Title Tournament. Hashtag Impact on Access TV. Hashtag Phenom underscore Jazz. So we will definitely, of course, see uh, how that all, of course, will, how, how all that will, of course, definitely uh, come out come out here of course when this tournament does begin but i'll be a real big one here indeed jeremy thomas has our next story here we have some wwe news right here as our truth actually sets a new wwe milestone and also jbl is set for the, uh, tomorrow's episode of the bump our truth is in a rarefied air air of one setting a new milestone when it comes to wwe champions as the official WWE Stats Twitter account noted, Truth's 24-7 championship win at Survivor Series made him the first 50-5-0, ladies and gentlemen, 50-time champion in WWE history. Of course, this, and of course, here is the, the, the Twitter. Uh, this is from the WWE Stats and Info Twitter account. Our truth at Ron Killings is now a 45-time at WWE 24-7 champion, a one-time tag team champion, a two-time hardcore champion, and a two-time United States champion, making him the first 50-time title holder in hashtag WWE history, hashtag Survivor Series. Also, WWE has announced JBL as a guest for tomorrow's episode of The Bump. JBL will appear on the show as a guest, as will Dana Warrior, of course, the widow of the late Hall of Famer Ultimate Warrior. Liv Morgan, and Peyton Royce. The show airs tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on the WWE Network and also digital channels. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be definitely, of course, a 
star-studded event, of course, as, as it, I'm sure as it always is, of course, every Wednesday morning on the, on the show called The Bump. <clears throat> Our next story here, some more WWE news here, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas. Uh, Beth Phoenix says she has a new dreams at 40 to pursue, plus the WWE stock is up. Beth Phoenix has turned 40 years old, but she's not letting that stop her from dreaming and following those dreams. Phoenix, who celebrated a birthday on t- uh, today, posted to Instagram to share a story about how she asked Edge if she was too old to pursue her dreams, and he gave her a simple answer. She said the following, 10 years ago, I thought I had checked all my boxes. Little did I know what my 30s would bring. I thought I knew it all. I thought I knew grief. I thought I knew triumph, failure, heartbreak, success, and happiness. But nothing could prepare me for the decade that made me a mother, a wife, and a person that finally loves herself. I have new dreams, big ones, scary ones. I asked at Edge Rated R last night if I'm too old to pursue them. It's too late to start again. He told me, how else could you live life? And she's touche. Darn it, he's always right. I also get to look at him as an example of just that. So I started my day with a Bible verse and, and two and, and two not so literally more girls crammed on my lap. I have faith that this decade will surprise me again. I know that I am blessed to have the privilege to turn 40. As someone I hold close to my heart was robbed of this gift, I miss my friend, my grandparents, uncle, mother-in-law, and dad, whom I had to say goodbye to in these last 10 years. They remind me that tomorrow isn't promised. When I was a kid, I told anyone that would listen that I was going to be a WWF wrestler. I feel that I manifested that dream by 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 saying it, living it, and putting the work in. In the spirit of that, I'm ready for what's next. I dream of watching my daughters grow, con- contributing po- positively to our community, publishing our children's book, supporting my husband and family, and completing my education in the mental health field with a doctoral degree. At 50, I hope with all my heart that I can look back and marvel at the surprises that this decade brings. Cheers to 40. Of course, you can check that out on her Instagram page if you want to check that out. Indeed. Also, WWE stock closed at $42.03 on Tuesday, up 73 cents or 1.77% from the previous closing price. The market was, was as a whole was up 1.54% on the day. Let's see here. Sorry about that, folks. We're just, uh, of course, have a we have an update here on the lineup for tomorrow night's edition of Dynamite. Jeremy Thomas posted that a new tag match has been added to this week's edition of Dynamite. AEW has added a new tag team match to this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. The company announced on Wednesday that Top Flight, who battled the Young Bucks for the tag team titles last week will face the hybrid two on this week's episode. The full update lineup is right here. First off, the women's world title match, Ikara Shida will take on Anna Jay. Chris Jericho and Jake Hager will take on Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. PAC and Ray Phoenix versus The Butcher and The Blade with The Bunny. Will Hobbs will be taking on somebody has not yet been announced. Adam Page will take on John Silver, and Top Flight will take on the hybrid two. After the hybrid two post-match assault last week, Top Flight looks to get revenge as these teams clash tomorrow night, of course, on Dynamite. Of course, AEW posted on their tw- Twitter account saying, watch hashtag AEW Dynamite Wednesday at 8, 8 7 central on at TNT Drama 
and you can check that out of course on there you can check that out there as well if you wish also ladies and gentlemen of course we did uh, we will acknowledge that of course the that this that uh, tonight's episode AEW Dark uh, was on of course a little bit earlier in the evening let's give you this update right here about from Jeremy Thomas here uh, the live stream, of course, is online for this week's episode of AEW Dark. Of course, you can see it right. It actually kicked off at 7 o'clock uh, this evening. And, of course, this, this was the card for the show, as a matter of fact. Chaos Project versus Evo Uno and Stu Grayson versus Sunny Kiss and Joy Janela. Gun Club versus Cesaro Bonini, KTB, and Stephanie uh, Gorgeous. Acclaim versus Alex Chamberlain and Damian Fenier. Brandon Culler versus Adam Priest. Dream Girl. Dream Girl Ellie versus Penelope Ford with Kip Saban. Fuego Del Sol versus Peter Avalon. Ivelisse and Diamante versus Lady Frost and Bionic Beast Jenna. Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo versus Alex Three Reynolds and John Four Silver. Killen King versus Ray Chanel. Michael Nakazawa versus Trent with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy in his corner. Matt Seidel versus Allen Five Angels with the number 10. The Hybrid 2 versus Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. Red Velvet versus Tisha Price. Vipers versus Big Swole. BSK and Baron Black versus The Private Party. Sammy Guevara taking on Marco Stunt. And also Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, presents The Waiting Room and her special guest, Tay Conti. So you can definitely, of course, check, check, you can go back and check that out. As we did post that earlier, ladies and gentlemen, on the AEWS or our page, uh, AEWS Wrestling's Elite uh, Generation, if you'd like to go back and take a look at that. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas also has this story right here, as apparently some Eng some English wrestling shows can can allow fans next month. Hmm. Some wrestling shows in England will be able to have some fans in attendance starting early ne next month. The all-party parliamentary group on wrestling has shared a letter online that was sent from the Department for Digital, Culture, and Media, and Sport, which clarified how the new tiered system that starts on December 2nd will apply to wrestling. Wrestling is categor categorized under sports and performance arts. The tiered system, as noted by The Guardian, ranks areas between Tier 1 through 3, Tier 1 and Tier 2 events will allow some fans with Tier 1 limited to 50% capacity or 4,000 fans outdoors and 1,000 fans indoors, whichever is lower. Tier 2 will be the same but with a max outdoor capacity of 2,000 fans. According to guidance from the department, companies must have the following to operate with fans. Safe use of backstage areas for performers. A one-way flow-through buildings with floor markings. Participants and visitors must maintain social distancing where possible, front and back of house zones, and social distancing in terms of interacting with the audience. It is worth noting, of course, that that companies will may that companies may have the capacity to return to having fans, mainly may continue to stick with empty arena shows or stay on hiatus for now. And this was said on. Uh, APPG Wrestling's uh, Twitter account here uh, today. Group co-chair at Alex Davies Jones has received further information about how wrestling shows and training schools might be able to proceed under the virus restrictions. This is subject to new guidance following yesterday's updated plans for a strengthened tier system. 
So we'll, have to, we'll definitely be monitoring that. I'm sure they're monitoring that here in America as well. Maybe something like that could possibly pop up here at some point down the road. Uh, some WWE news right here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas has it right here. As NXT takeovers are added to the free version of the network. Plus also Miss Bliss interviews Nikki Glaser. Several NXT takeovers have been added to the free tier of the WWE Network as of today. WWE has announced that the following shows have been added to the free tier. And here are the shows. That here are the shows. <clears throat> as far as NXT takeovers, uh, Brooklyn 1, Portland, Respect, and in War Games from 2017, 2018, and 2019. Also, WWE's rivalries, Austin vs. McMahon Part 1 and 2, WCW Wrestle War 1991, WCW Clash of the Champions uh, 20, 20, see, yes, 27, WCW Monday Nitro from March 26, 2001, which I believe that was the very last edition of Monday Nitro. Also, two WrestleMania Rewinds, first one Hogan versus Andre the Giant from WrestleMania 3, and Austin versus The Rock from WrestleMania 15. Also, WWE Shop has a mini version of the Undertaker uh, uh, 30-year Signature Series Championship belt available. Hmm. A new clip from the show Uncool with Miss Bliss sees a WWE star interviewing comedian Nikki Glaser. If you want to, of course, go back and look at that uh, and look and look at that uh, video right there. Our next uh, <clears throat> right here uh, from Jeremy Thomas here uh, posts a story here as uh, Chris Jericho hypes the tag match tomorrow night on Dynamite as a first ever match against Christopher Daniels. Chris Jericho's tag team match on Dynamite this week will make the first time he's ever stepped in the ring with Christopher Daniels. Jericho posted a video hyping the match, which takes place on tomorrow's episode, and noted that, it, that noted they've never faced off before. Jericho put over how rare it is that in the current day and called it the Haley's Comet of the pro wrestling business. Of course, the video is on this page right here if you want to, look, if you want to of course, uh, look at that. Also, you can see that, of course, also Jericho is, as we said, Jericho is teaming with Jake Hager, who, of course, was known as Jack Swagger, against Daniels and Frankie Kazarian on this week's show, which will air tomorrow night, of course, on TNT. And this is something I actually saw a little bit earlier today, uh, but uh, that's uh, Blake Lavelle has got the story right here within some more WWE news. As The Undertaker pranks WWE Universe for the Omaze, uh, for an Omaze partnership and also a tribute to the troops preview video. As previously reported, Omaze is partnering with WWE for a new sweepstakes that allows fans the opportunity to meet The Undertaker and tour the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. Also, WWE has released a video with Undertaker surprising fans who have no idea that he's on the other side of the recording. <clears throat> of course, I actually I saw this video and actually we did post it. I did post it on the, uh, I believe the Revolution Radio Facebook page. So anybody wants to go take a look at that, uh, please go ahead and uh, please go ahead and check that out. Also, this year's WWE tribute to the troops is set to air on December 6th on Fox. And the company has also released a preview for the event. There's a video for it right here on this page. 
if you want to, of course, definitely uh, check that out. A few more stories to bring you here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, coming in today. Some various news right here. As Renee Paquette, of course, Renee Young, interviews John Moxley for the debut of her show, Oral Sessions. Also, Ohio Valley Wrestling announces online pay-per-view event. Uh, Jordan Oliver versus ACH set for GCW Good Riddance show. The first episode of Renee Paquette's Oral Sessions podcast is now available. In the first episode, Paquette interviews her husband, AEW World Champion John Moxley. As previously noted, Moxley revealed that they are expecting their first child together last week on Dynamite. And here is, of course, a description. She says here, this week I sat down with the AEW World Champion, my husband, baby, baby daddy, and all-around fascinating human being, John Moxley. We talk his childhood, amateur wrestling, his first Boston Crab, and arrest, public fornication, and narcotics fuel trips to the library. OVW has announced the promotion's first online pay-per-view event. The upcoming show, Christmas Chaos 2020, will be held on December the 5th. It will be headlined by Brian Pillman Jr. versus Tony Gunn in a steel cage match. Here's, a, here's, of course, a, a uh, announcement via OVW's Twitter account. At Flying Brian Jr. challenges at gun underscore Tony for the title in a steel cage at our first ever online event. OVW is presented by Gladiator Sports Network and sponsored by at, at, at G Brewery, at Collar and Elbow, and Zilla Meals. Hashtag OVW. Hashtag Winter is Coming. Hashtag, hashtag the future is, the future is now. Hmm. And also GCW has announced that ACH will face Jordan and Oliver for the first time at GCW's Good Riddance. The event is slated for New Year's Eve on 3rd to December 31st. It will be, it will stream live on IWTV. Uh, just signed here first time, ACH versus Jordan Oliver. Plus, Raver versus Lloyd, Iron Beast versus Crazy Tough Enemies, Tank Man re- returns, and more. Uh, there's a link on here if you want to get tickets to it. Uh, Good Rins, like I said, is this th- is, is Thursday, December 31st at 9 p.m., streaming live on IWTV. And that is on GCW or Game Changer Wrestling's Twitter account. Our next story here, uh, let me see here. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here about uh, Ricky Harris reveals that WWE actually contacted him right after his AEW debut. Chris Van Vliet recently interviewed AEW wrestler Ricky Starks, who discussed his career in joining AEW. According to Starks, he revealed after his AEW debut match against Cody Rhodes, he was contacted by WWE, who expressed interest in signing him. Below are some highlights provided to us by Chris Van Vliet and also a video of the full interviews on this page. Ricky Starks on comparisons to The Rock. He says, I should have been cast in that new biopic show that he has coming out. I'm not too sad or mad about the comparisons, right? I mean, that's cool to have to have that, but I know at the end of the day who I pair myself after, if you even want to call it that. And I already know how my lineage is going to be moving forward. The comparisons won't last my entire life. They just won't. So if that's the starter for how people see me right now and the intrigue that's still there, then I'm fine with that. On WWE contacting him right after his AEW debut, Ricky Stark says, the thing is, the day that I wrestled Cody, I got a phone call from WWE saying, 
hey, we've been watching you. We want to bring you in. He said, I said, oh, really? Oh, okay. Interesting of all days. And so I entertained that conversation because I was curious, <clears throat> but I think I knew already which decision I was going to make. And I had a very dear, great friend tell me once, you should look at the people who you want to invest, who want to invest in you and not know anything about you as opposed to the people who only wanted you when they saw someone else have an interest. So that puts so that put things in perspective and I don't hold any ill will towards WWE. I really think they dropped the ball majority majorly on that. I'll never know why, and I guess I don't care now. On Ricky Starks on Ricky Starks on how he thinks he needs to raise his career to the next level, he says I think the next step would be a championship title. Here's my opinion. I don't necessarily need a title. I can be just as great without it. I could probably go my entire career without ever having a title. But obviously having a title adds a certain spice to things, and that only enhances the flavor of the entire meal, right? So I think having that only takes me up another step. On his WWE tryout in 2017, he says, I don't think I was close at all, and I never understand why. I love wrestling. I never played any sports. I never did anything. I only watched wrestling. I've immersed myself and become obsessed with it, and I love it to death. So when I did the tryout in 2017, and I was told told and saw the reaction when I killed it in the promo class, and I was keeping up with everybody when when we were doing the workouts, and even Matt Bloom was saying how good of a job I did, I realized they didn't want they didn't want a wrestler. They wanted someone who wasn't passionate about about it that they could possibly probably make into it. And I still, still don't know, still don't get why, still don't get why. And that was a time period where I kind of went crazy. I dyed my hair and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So I don't know why that happened. I thought every time I went that I went to WWE, I was like, this is going to be it. This is how I this is how I get in. And it wasn't, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. So of course you can, so of course you can check out likes of that interview from uh, Mr. Van Vliet on Ricky Starks right here on this page, if you wish. Some WWE news right here, of course. Uh, <clears throat> um, it was posted yesterday from Jeremy Thomas. A new character was introduced to the Firefly Funhouse, and also Braun Strowman rubs up Adam Pierce. A new character was introduced to the Firefly Funhouse, though he didn't last very long. In the segment, which you can see below, Friendship Frog made his debut to try and tell Miss Bliss not to throw Nikki Cross away. With some help from Bray Wyatt, she took a hammer to Friendship, which was sad for a bit. Bliss went on to beat Cross on last night's show. Before he accidentally called Drew McIntyre, Drew uh, McIntyre. Adam Pierce found himself roughed up by Braun Strowman and had to be ejected from the building. There is a video, of course, on this page right here as well, if you wish to, of course, do that. Take a look at that. And also, ladies and gentlemen, there's a video right here on the Undertaker's 30 best moments in the last 30 years. Sorry about that. We did have someone on, but, of course, we did have an opportunity to, of course, uh, check. We did have an opportunity to, of course, uh, check that here right away. <clears throat> but... Uh, We'll bring them on here in just a few moments here. A couple more stories to bring you, of course, from last night. A spoiler from Jeremy Thomas on plans for Drew McIntyre's TLC opponent. A new report has a spoiler on WWE's plans for Drew McIntyre's opponent at TLC. F4W Online reports that the current plan is to have Braun Strowman challenge McIntyre 
for the WWE title at the pay-per-view, which takes place on December the 20th. Strowman was ejected from the arena on last night's Raw after he headbutted Ed Adam Pierce. Pierce then announced singles matches with the winners facing off in a triple threat match next week, with the winner going on to face McIntyre at the pay-per-view. The triple threat match based on tonight's wins will be Riddle versus was of course Riddle versus Keith Lee versus AJ Styles. How Strowman will factor in has yet to be known. And one more quick story here, folks, before we go to our um, before we go to our wrestling history and birthdays. Joseph Lee posted a story yesterday as Hulk Hogan actually shows off a photo of Chris Hemsworth's physique and said that he's ready. That that he says that Hemsworth is ready to play him. In a post on Twitter, Hulk Hogan shares shared photos of himself as well as one of Chris Hemsworth stating that the actor is ready to play him. The photo shows Hemsworth with an impressive physique as he works out. He will play the Hulkster in a biopic for Netflix. He previously noted in an interview that he would have to gain more size than he did for Thor to play the WWE Hall of Famer. Hogan seems to think he did enough. He wrote, he's already there. He's ready, brother. But he, is he good looking enough to play me? LOL, LOL, LOL. Of course, he initials it HH. He posted that on his uh, Twitter account, of course, yesterday. We'll definitely have to def- we'll definitely have to wait and see on that here, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, uh, I can't. I personally cannot wait to see. Uh, I personally cannot wait to see that. Uh, see how Hemsworth is going to play the legendary Hulk Hogan. We'll have to wait and see how that happens. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank our friends at 411 Mania for providing us with, with uh, tonight's wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team King Ice, <clears throat> King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman Jared D. Duralmo. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old fashioned combination nor have we ever tried to do so for the past five years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, courtesy of the human suplex machine, John Gross. Let's go ahead and bring you, of course, tonight's wrestling history and birthdays here for November the 24th. On this date in 1983, NWA, in association with Jim Crocker Promotions, presented Starcade, a flare from the gold, from my neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. A sold-out 15,447 was in attendance, with about 30,000 watching on closed-circuit TV and locations throughout the South. Here are the, here are the uh, matches that took place. Here's, well, here's the main match. Here's a couple matches that took place. Ric Flair defeated Harley Race in a steel cage match to win the NWA World Heavyweight title, with Gene Kaniski being the special guest referee. And also the infamous dog collar match between Roddy Piper and United States champion Greg Valentine with Piper winning the match. On this date here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, in 1988, WWF presents Survivor Series from the Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. 13,500 were in attendance with 310,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Down down 15,000 homes from the 87 Survivor Series event. One of the matches on the card was the only 10-on-10 Survivor Series match in WWF history, with eliminations coming two at a time. If a partner was eliminated, his tag team partner would be eliminated as well. The team of Ultimate Warrior, Bruce Beefcake, the Blue Blazer, of course, it was who was, of course, Owen Hart. Also, our good friend Sam Houston and Jumpin' Jim Brunzel defeated the Honky Tonk Man 
Ron Bass, Greg Valentine, Danny Davis, and Bad News Brown in a five-fourth Survivor Series elimination match with Warrior being the sole survivor. This is Owen Hart's only Survivor Series appearance until 1993. Renzel replaced Don Morocco, who left the company. The Powers of Pain, who was the warlord and the barbarian, the British Bulldogs, the Davy Boy Smith and Dying My Kid, the Young Stallions, Forest of Heart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim, Jim Neidhart, and the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, defeated Demolition, Action Smash, the Conquistadors, the Brain Busters, the Bolsheviks, and the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers in a 10-8 Survivor Series match. This is the last appearances for the British Bulldogs on pay-per-view, and it's the final appearance of David Boy Smith at a pay-per-view until the 1991 Royal Rumble, and his final Survivor Series appearance until that same year. Late in the match, Demolition attacked Mr. Fuji, turning them face in the process, leading to a switcheroo with the powers of pain turning heel. Andre the Giant, Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, Rick Root, and Harley Race defeated Jim Duggan, Tito Santana, Jake Roberts, Scott Casey, and Kim Patera in a 5-3 Survivor Series elimination match with Bravo and Perfect being the sole survivors. The Mega Powers, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, was Hercules, Coco Beware, and Hillbilly Jim, defeated the Twin Towers, who was Big Boss Man and Akeem, also King Haku, Ted DiBiase, and the Red Rooster 5-3 in, in, in a Survivor Series match with Hogan and Savage as the sole survivors. Also on that same day, Ron Garvin defeated Carlos Colon to win the vacated World Wrestling Council Universal Heavyweight Champion. Let's see here. Uh, on this day, 1993, Survivor Series from the Boston Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, 15,509 were in attendance with 180,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. In a dark match, Billy Gunn defeated the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Brawler. Marty Jannetty, Randy Savage, Razor Ramon, and the 123 Kid defeated IRS, Diesel, Rick Martel, and Adam Baum with Jannetty and the Kid as the sole survivors of the match. Mr. Perfect was scheduled to be in the match, but Savage filled in for Mr. Perfect. It turned out to be the final Survivor Series ever for the Macho Man, as well as the model Rick Martel, and the last one from Marty Jannetty until 1995, and also the first Survivor Series appearances of both the 123 Kid, Diesel, and Adam Baum. The Hart family, Brett, Owen, Bruce, and Keith, defeated Shawn Michaels and his Knights, which was Shawn Michaels, Red Knight, Blue Knight, and Black Knight in a 3-on-1 Survivor Series match. The only member eliminated from the Hart family would be Owen. After the match, Owen returned to ringside and shoved Brett off the top turnbuckle, causing a potential feud between the two. At the 1994 Royal Rumble, the feud would be cemented with Owen, Coulson, and Brett the tag team titles. And as, of course, we did mention, this is Owen's first Survivor Series appearance since 1988. The Heavenly Bodies defeated the Rock and Roll Express to win the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team titles. The Bushwhackers and Men on a Mission defeated the Head Shrinkers, uh, Bastion Booger, and Bam Bam Bigelow in a 4-0 shutout. The All-Americans, who was Lex Luger, The Undertaker, and The Steiners, defeated the Foreign Fanatics, who was Yokozuna, Crush, Ludwig Borga, and Jacques Rougeau in a 4-3 Survivor Series match with Luger being the sole survivor. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 1996, WWE presented World War III from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. The Giant won the, the second 60-man battle royal by last eliminating Alex Luger to earn a future WCW World Heavyweight title match, which he would receive at sold out in 1997. Also, speaking of 1997, on this date, 97 on Monday Night Raw. The New Edge Outlaws defeated the Legion of Doom to win the tag team titles. 
the duo were going to win the title six times, and the last of which coming at the 2014 Royal Rumble. Also on this, let's see here, on this date here in 2003 on Raw, Raw Roulette 2 was hosted by Eric Bischoff. The first match was contested in a steel cage match between Lita and Victoria, marking the first time that both Divas wrestled in a steel cage. It's the first and only time that would happen until January 2017 when Miss Bliss battled Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's title. Also on this date here in the C, 2008 on Raw, Rosa Mendez makes her WWE debut as an audience plant. Also made her, her return to the show was Melina. Also on this date in 2013, WWE presented Survivor Series from the TD Garden in Boston. 13,500 were in attendance. With 179,000 homes watching at home. The Miz defeated Kofi Kingston in a pre-show match. The Shield and the Real Americans defeated Cody Rhodes, Goldust, The Usos, and Rey Mysterio in a 505 Survivor Series elimination match, with Roman Reigns being the sole survivor for the team, eliminating Jimmy Uso, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, and Rey Mysterio. Big E defeated Curtis Axel to retain the Intercontinental title. The total divas, who was the Bella Twins, Eva Marie, Cameron, and Naomi, jo- JoJo, and Natalia, defeated the true divas, who was AJ Lee, Oksana, Alicia Fox, Caitlin, Tamina, Summer Rae, and Rosa Mendez, with Natalia and Nikki Bella being the sole survivors. Mark Henry defeated Ryback. This is Mark Henry's first match since August. John Cena defeated Alberto Del Rio de Janeiro to retain the World Heavyweight title. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan defeated the Wyatt family in a tag team match. Randy Orton defeated Big Show to retain the WWE title. Also on this day in 2019, Survivor Series from the Rose, from Rosemont, Illinois at the All-State Arena. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode won a 10-team Battle Royale match by last eliminating the Street Profits. Leo Rush defeated Akira Tozawa and Kalisto. He retained the NXT uh, Cruiserweight title. The Viking Raiders defeated the New Day and the Undisputed Era in a Champions Triple Threat Tag Team match. Team NXT consisted of Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. Defeated Team Raw, who was Charlotte Flair, Kyrie Sane, Asuka, Sarah Logan, and Natalya. And Team SmackDown, which was Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, Carmella, Nikki Cross, and Dana Brooke. Roderick Strong, the North American champion at the time. Defeated AJ Styles, who was the who was the U.S. champion, and Shinsuke Nakamura, who was the Intercontinental champion. Adam Cole defeated Pete Dunne to retain the NXT title. This is the first time the NXT title has been defended at a WWE pay-per-view outside of an NXT pay-per-view. The Fiend defeated Daniel Bryan to retain the Universal title. It's the first time the Universal title has been defended at Survivor Series. Team SmackDown, who was Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman. Court Jester Corbin, Mustafa Ali, and Shorty G defeated Team Raw, who was Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, and Kevin Owens, and Team NXT, who was Tommaso Ciampa, Walter, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and Damian Priest. Also, Brock Lesnar defeated Rey Mysterio in a no-hold-barred match to retain the WWE title. This is the first championship match at Survivor Series since 2015. Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion, defeated Becky Lynch, who was the Raw Women's Champion. And, of course, as John calls her, Karen, but, of course, we know her as Bayley, who was at the time the SmackDown Women's Champion, in a triple threat match. Also, as we said, happy 40th birthday to former WWE Women's Champion and also WWE Hall of Famer, uh, Beth Phoenix.
a matter of fact. Now let's go to some pop culture history and birthdays before we bring everybody else in here. On this date here in 1963, Lee Harvey Oswald is shot by Jack Ruby. Oswald, after shooting Kennedy two, two days earlier, was awaiting trial until Ruby, out of nowhere, came out and shot Oswald. On this date in 1966, the Beatles began recording sessions for their album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I say in 1974, Richard Petty wins the 24th NASCAR uh, uh, Winston Cup Championship. 1976, Joe Morgan wins his second straight National League MVP award. 1982, Cal Ripken is named American League Rookie of the Year. Uh, I say in 1986, John Tatum, who was a wrestler, was charged with marijuana. Uh, of course, uh, sadly today, the 12th President of the United States, Zachary Taylor, Died, died, uh, it was his birthday today, but he, but, uh, of course, he sadly passed away on July 9th, 1850, of cholera. He was the second president to die, die in office. Uh, Mrs. Diefire, starring, starring the late Robin Williams and also Sally Field, was released on this date in 1993. Toy Story 2 was released on this date in 1999, of course, by 10, uh, uh, Starring, of course, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. And also, of course, uh, John says Tom Hanks' son, I believe that is Colin Hanks. That, I think that's right. He turns 43 today. And also, today would have been the 74th birthday of the dangerous, one of the most dangerous criminals in America, Ted Bundy. And of course, in this case, if you are aware, Ted Bundy was a 1970s killer and was jailed for the first time in 1975. He would escape jail in 1977, twice through 1978. He died by electric chair on January 24, 1989. Bundy's span of crimes began in 1974 uh, through 1978. And, of course, John has finally informed us that it's finally it for the history and birthdays for today. So, John, sir, we thank you very much here, of course, for bringing that to our attention. And also, once again, we thank 411 Mania for, for the rest of the news and news here for tonight. 9.39 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tuesday, November 24, 2020, episode 915 of WCWS Revolution. Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw, alongside, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you here this evening. And yes, as we did say, ladies and gentlemen, we do have, of course, a couple of gentlemen here standing by. I've been waiting very, very patiently, and I appreciate their patience and support, as we always do. Let's go ahead and introduce them just in this fashion. Of course, our first our first uh, new entry is a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He's also a multiple-time title holder in the Trivia Championship Series, and he's also another part of the broadcast team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, our second entry is on our TalkShoot video service. He is, of course, a the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire, he is, one, he is, of course, one of the part of the broadcast team of WCWS Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. He is also a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And, yes, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is also, indeed, uh, the man with the golden voice. Yes, indeed. Uh, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, now I present to episode number 915 along, of Revolution alongside myself and John. The Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Gentlemen, welcome to 915 of Revolution. Thank you. Good to have you with us here. 
Good to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you're quite welcome. Yeah, sorry about that, too, JD, but we weren't finished yet. That's why we had to uh, wait and, and present you, of course, in the right manner. Uh, now, gentlemen, uh, let's go ahead here as we go ahead and uh, let's just, first off, let's go ahead and, and, and skim through this a little, skim through before before we do our Survivor Series discussion, which I've already decided which ones we're going to talk about tonight. Let's skim through last night's edition of Raw here, guys. I know there's possibly some things that were kind of up and down and all this. Um, John, if you want to start putting down any thoughts you have about it, please please do so. Uh, Justin, uh, anything that stood out for you as far as last night's Raw, please, please uh, let us know what you think. So go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, let's see, Raw. Um, I did not like it. I mean, I did not like it. I mean, come on, Lana versus Oscar for the W for the Raw Women's Title. Are you kidding me? This, I mean, this woman, Lana, is not a good wrestler. Was is Vince is Vince is Vince high chair or something? Why in the world would would he this old fart make a, a blind incompetent wrestler face Oscar for the Raw Women's title? I mean that's 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 stupid to me. Why? Well, I mean and 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 I believe I believe as survivors and, and she was talking about um and she talked about how. She's being being the sole survivor, and she jumps for joy. That I mean, I mean that that's stu that's stupid. I mean, I I believe Bianca Belair should have been sole survivor, not but not um um Lana. And you know, and you know, in um her, I mean, she 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 is she is not championship material. She's not woman championship material. I mean, she's her wrestling's not that good. Her technique's not that good, and. and it's just stupid. I mean, and, and people are saying saying um, that they're, they're happy that that Lana, like Lana, was all survivor at Survivor Series um, last Sunday, and she should be a Raw Women's Champion. And and I mean, they're I mean, the, the, they're they're I mean, are they stupid? I mean, why in the world would they support a woman who can't wrestle be the um, Raw Women's Champion? That's I mean, it's idiotic. I mean, the fan the, the WWE fans are, are are fucking brain dead or something. And and um maybe the go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm and and uh, I mean, I mean, um, you know, if Lana, you know, I know you're gonna agree with me in this, Chad. If Lana wins next year's women's Royal women's Royal Rumble, then that's it. That's it, man. I am done watching WWE for good. I've been I've been a WWE fan for, since 1992, and Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn making some stupid booking to make Lana a Raw uh, or the Women's Champion, a woman who can't wrestle for shit. If she if she wins next year's Royal Rumble to main event WrestleMania to face Oscar, then I'm done with WWE. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm finished. I lost all my faith in WWE. I'm gonna stop watching their product and stick with AEW. I know JD would agree. And John, no, John, John agrees also. Oh, I'm sure. 
And I'm sure, I'm sure, I, well, I agree with, I do agree with that assessment about Lama. Justin, I think probably there's only probably one, one small explanation, and I may get an agreement on it, I may not get an agreement on it, but that's okay. We all have our opinions here. But it might have been probably because the reason why she was probably granted a title match last night was possibly because of she that she was the sole survivor of the event. She won it for Raw. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's probably the only reason. I mean, I'm sure that's probably obviously the story behind that, but that's just a theory. But you you know how you know how, like you said, I mean, Vince was definitely high on something. I mean. I mean, I think he's been—I think he's been high on a lot of things here for many, many years. <clears throat> and of course, he's been high on something here the last little while, Donald Trump. Uh, so, <clears throat> so yeah. Um, so I really, so I really, <laughs> yeah. So I really, so I definitely, I definitely agree with that. But I think that was the only reason. I, obviously, it was because of the fact that Lana wanted for her team. She wanted for the Raw brand. That's probably why she was granted an opportunity. For the women's title as a reward, and I'm pretty certain it, it was not going to come out in her favor. Though I mean, but I guess they needed something to they need they needed something for the show, in my personal opinion. But otherwise, that's just that's just me. Oh, excuse me. Ever, have you ever drank that stuff called bubbly, that sparkling water? Well, I tell you, it's got some kick to it. Hmm. Yeah, I got drinking the cherry flavored. It's not bad, but but, but of course it will, it will it will clean you out here. It will it will, it will clean clean you out here. It's, I think it might clear JD out here too. Uh, of course, if we have to start calling him Jared D. Gerard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, John John pretty much just just said just two little things. First off, he just said. The show oh, one other thing, Chad. Yeah. I hope I hope some I hope one other thing. I um I hope I hope um all the the, the superstars quit WWE. Well, you know what you know that would give Vince all the fuel he needs. You know, to go out to find people that he and he'll be able to mold them himself. And he'll be, he'll be, oh boy, he he won't stop gloating about it. He'll be the, he'll be a very happy camper. So you don't want to give him any, any, uh, you want don't want to give him any unnecessary ammunition in that respect. But that's just my personal opinion. But John did say it was two things. First off, he said he was, a, it was a horrible show. And number two, he pretty pretty much didn't have anything else to say there. About it. Uh, let's see what uh, I know. JD's got you guys say about this. And I definitely cannot wait to hear what he's got to say. So, JD, let's let's get let's let's uh, go ahead and get your take on this. I know that you have something here that you want to get off your chest about what happened last night. Go ahead. JD. After JD. Okay, he's probably yeah, he's probably, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we, we have to apologize. I think he might have to step away from me. He might have to just probably spank the monkey. I don't know. <clears throat> but, <laughs> yeah, picture that. No, I'm just joking. But, uh, but uh, we'll have J.D. back. We'll, hopefully we'll have J.D. back on here for just a minute. Uh, while we do that, let's go and give you a quick plug here, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 915 of WCWS Revolution, 1605-562-0444, caller ID. 
138055 pound. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw alongside the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, as well as the Human Suplex Machine John Gross and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming here with you here tonight. Uh, while we wait, of course, for uh, JD to return, let's go ahead and we'll give you that update as we did, of course, talk about here. Um, as we did talk about here, of course, uh, earlier earlier this evening. As you know, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we did we did, of course, uh, um, have, of course, now the official matchup here with John defending the NXT Halloween Havoc title, the first title defense against Jordan Stokeless. Of course, that will, that right there will be, uh, we have until December the 4th on episode number 920 of Revolution, of course, before we'll announce the official winner. Currently, right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this poll has only been up for about maybe two days. And already, Jordan has got a three-to-one vote, three-to-one lead on John. So, uh, John, I would highly recommend, bud, that you Possibly, possibly uh, uh, start doing some campaigning, if you will, uh, because I think Jordan's. I think Jordan's going to get is going to uh, is going to try to get one leg up here on you here very, very soon. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the WWS Trivia Gladiator Championship, of course, as like I said, we will announce the winner and the number one contender of that on the same night on December the fourth on nine twenty of Revolution. Currently, ladies and gentlemen, John is leading that with two votes. But followed by, of course, we have a a four-way tie between the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, uh, the King of Clubs Mitt Patel, Kevin O'Sullivan, and Alayla Peters. Um, we still don't have any votes in as of yet for Samuel McAllister or you, Justin, or you, JD, or Justin Carter, or Antonio Gutierrez. But hopefully we'll get some more votes in here, of course, about that here, hopefully here soon. But there's plenty of time to do that, folks. You have until, like I said, uh, December the 4th, which is a week from this Friday. So definitely take 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 care of that. And ladies and gentlemen, I do have I did make this update here. Um, let me see when did I when did I so when did I update? Yes, actually I, I updated this uh, last night, right? Uh, late last night. After checking over checking over the uh, the polls here, in the official rematch for the WWS Money Inc. Championship, we did in the late hour did get a we did get a decisive winner for this, ladies and gentlemen. As of course as I posted of course last night, your winner and once again WCWS Money Inc. Champion, the King of Clubs. Mitt Patel. So now Mitt has gotten by Shaq by a six to five vote. We had a we had a late vote coming in. I don't know who made that last minute vote, but it was a six to five vote there as well. And I did hear there was some uh, there was some there was some talk in the comments underneath this. Apparently, Justin, you you now want to you now want to go after Mitt? Is that is that right? Are you wanting? Are you want to? Are you want to go against Mitt now? Did I see that in some of the comments here? Yeah. Yeah. So now he's got the belt. Now he's got the belt. Are you issuing the challenge? Yeah, I am. 
Okay, well, we'll definitely have to get what we'll get word to Mitt here as soon as possible that uh, that he already officially has a challenger. And it looks like Justin is, is stepping up to the plate here, so he has the opportunity to become the new the next WCWS Money Inc. champion. So we'll get back with you, Justin, as soon as we get confirmation from Mitt. We'll post that poll up and we'll let you know, and we'll let you know about uh, we'll get, start getting you some results on that here as soon as we possibly can. Might be after the holiday, I'm not sure, but we'll find out soon. Uh, let me see, JD. Have you returned? I'm here. Okay, there he is. All right, JD. And I, and I, I know I'm you. Hopefully, you know what? I, all I can say is about the show, and I'm not going to say too much about the show. Okay, however, <clears throat> we'll have what I have to say. However, later time. However, but I, I mean, I'll say maybe Friday. But I can tell you the viewership for the week. However, was 1.80. Up from 1.779, the first hour did 1.90, hour two did 1.82, 1 1.6 times the third hour, almost 1.7. For the night, the Rams-Tampa game that saw the Rams beat Tampa by a field goal, 27-24, topped the cable range for the night with 12.6 million viewers. November 25th edition of Raw last year delivered 2.10 million viewers. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Did, did anything stand out in your mind there, J.D., as far as what happened last night? I'll say what stood out for me was, however, obviously, however, like I said, one of the things that did stand out for me, obviously, about that, let me just check something here. Nope, that's yeah. not it. Sorry about that. I was just checking something. Uh, what stood out for me, however, was apparently, however, Braun Strowman headbutting apparently postman Adam Pierce, and then at the same time, Pierce tossing Braun out of the building for the night. We saw what happened, however, obviously, however, there with the whole incident in general, however, mind you, it's just. I mean, it was crazy what it was, however. Like I said, however. Sorry about that. Let me just do something here. Okay, there we go. Anyway. What happened between those two, like I said, how I, what happened there was crazy. How you saw what happened involving, like I said, of course, Pierce making three qualifying matches. One was, of course, Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley, which was the match of the night. Riddle versus Fireface or Firecrotch Sheamus. Riddle won that one, of course. Then he said to, of course, MVP, he wanted to try to invent a new thing called Broke. Pizza yogurt and yogurt called Bro Yogurt, which was stupid beyond words. And then, of course, you saw what happened with the whole thing involving, however, uh, Randy Orton and AJ Styles, of course, because The Fiend showed up high and kind of spooked Randy a little bit, however, if you will. And, of course, that gave AJ the win there. Um, overall, I did not think this was one of the better shows of the Of course, again, it was a lackluster show. Uh, we saw what happened with Nia and Oscar. Of course, they were supposed to fight, however, after apparently Oscar made some comments to Oscar. But then, of course, who decides to try to ruin the moment? But, of course, the Samoan Savage, little scumbag, no selling, nasty, nebby, no, uh, no talent, Nia Jax. And the submission magician, Shayna Baszler, should I say, scummy, sleazy, shitty, subpar Shayna Baszler, because that's the new name I'm giving her. Um, but yeah, overall, however, it just, it was not that great of a show. I mean, it really was not that great at all. I mean, they really need to go backwards. And with TLC less than a month away, I'm wondering 
who they're going to book. They keep saying, oh, Braun's going to be the one facing Drew, and they're saying, oh, that's changed now. I mean, they better come up with something and better come up with something pretty damn quick because in two weeks we know Thunderdome's going to be, of course, at uh, Tropicana Field. But here's the other kicker. They're going to be doing, apparently, taping for a tribute to the troops, I guess, uh, on December, I want to say, 2nd or 3rd, I heard today. And then they're going to air it the same night as NXT War Games. Are you going to put it on before the show or possibly during the show? That's the thing. If they were smart, they should have held it the following Sunday on December 13th, how early in the afternoon. But no, because it's before TLC, which is two weeks later, they figure, oh, we're going to air it now. I just, I don't get it. It just shows you how bad the booking continues to be in WWE, and it's just, it's not improving. It's just so lack yeah, yeah. Joke is what it is. It's just absolutely pathetic beyond words. Certainly. Yeah. I agree with I agree with you hundred and ten percent there. Uh yeah, I just read something about I just read something about that. Uh, I think they're supposed to I think it's supposed to be like the early part of December is when they're supposed to be uh um supposed to be airing that. By the way, speaking of NXT, uh, I don't know if y'all had an opportunity to Hear, hear my, hear the story that I actually uh, brought to everyone's attention here. But um, and I'll pull and I'll and I'll uh, find it and I'll find it right here. As as apparently, uh, what was? Oh, oh yeah, let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, here it is. That apparently they're going to put some on the on the free version of the network. They're adding some. NXT takeovers plus some other things as well. Let me give you a list of what they're going to put on here. JD might remember a lot of this right here. Uh, first off, uh, like I said, they got the takeovers. Uh, they got Brooklyn, Brooklyn number one, also Portland, uh, Respect, and also the last three and the three war games from 2017, 18, and 19. Plus also the rivalry. Yes. Oh, yes, indeed. The robberies between Austin versus McMahon parts one and two is going to be available. And we're going to go old school, J.D. I think you might get a kick out of this. WCW's Wrestle War 1991 is going to be added to the free version. That was when Pillman broke, uh, Sid, uh, Sid broke Pillman's neck, I remember. Oh, okay. Uh, Clash of the Champions number 27. Uh Yes, and and also now you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. W the Monday Nitro, March 26, 2001. Wasn't that the last one? That was the last Nitro. Yeah, when Vince bought out the company, and at the same time, if you remember, Howard, he also uh, did that same time. However, if you remember, however, I think it was that same time. However, if memory serves me, however, that also, like I said, that's five days before WrestleMania. Right. Because they were supposed to have someone to finalize the deal at that WrestleMania, but instead, of course, it posted that Shane McMahon actually went in and bought it. Uh, of course, two WrestleMania rewinds here a Hogan versus Andre from WrestleMania 3, and Austin versus The Rock from WrestleMania 15. So those are supposed to be added onto the uh, free version of the network. So if you want to get a chance to check that out. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw the thing I posted this on the Revolution Radio page. That apparently, is it, how you pronounce it? Omaz? 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 Omaz, yeah, the, the ninja, yeah. 
they were doing something unique with the Undertaker here. Uh, for someone to have a chance to win, opportunity to meet the Undertaker and visit the performance center. And the video is on the thing there. If you want to take a look at, it. I watched the video earlier today. He actually looked kind of killer. Uh, uh, so, so, uh, so definitely, uh, so, so uh, definitely check that out there. Um, of course, here, folks, if you want to. Uh, also, by the way, JD, I'm gonna let you know in on this here as well. That apparently over in England, they are going. They are going. They are going to possibly start letting fans back in the arenas, which is too risky. Way what? too risky. Yeah, you would you like me? me to read the story? No, no, no. Would you yeah, like me to please. read the story? I'll read. Yeah. Yes, please. I'll read you the story. Four Weather Mania reported this. I've got, I, and I read this. I, I read this was part of the story. One of the stories that I read. Oh, by the way, guys, the Knockouts Tag Team Title Tournament on Impact, Jordan Grace's partner is Jazz. So oh. Jazz has been announced. Interesting. Jazz is her partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Now, I'm going to read the whole thing through, guys, so let me read it all before you give your thoughts here about this, okay? Jeremy Thomas posted this today. Some wrestling shows in England will be able to have some fans in attendance starting early next month. The all-party parliamentary group on wrestling, that's a mouthful, has shared a letter online that was sent from the Department for Digital Culture, Digital Culture, Media, and Sport, which clarified how the new tiered system that starts on December the 2nd will apply to wrestling. Now, this is over in England, guys, so keep this in mind, okay? Wrestling is categorized under sports and performance arts. The tiered system, as noted by The Guardian, which I think that's one of their pages over there i guess ranks areas between tier one through three tier one and two events will allow some fans with tier one limited to 50 percent capacity or 4,000 fans outdoors and 1,000 fans indoors whichever is lower tier two will be the same but with a max outdoor capacity of 2,000 fans according to guidance from the department Companies must have the following to operate with fans. Listen carefully. The safe use of backstage areas for performers. A one-way flow through buildings with floor markings. Participants and visitors must maintain social distancing where possible, front and back of house zones, and social distancing in terms of interacting with the audience. It is worth noting, of course, that, will, that companies may have the capacity to return to having fans Many of them, however, may continue to stick with empty arena shows or stay on hiatus for now. There you go. That's the way they're going. Yeah, let me let me say something in response to that. I hope they know what they're doing, but in all honesty, I don't think they do. I don't think they have part of my language a fucking clue at this point. They're putting themselves at risk. They're putting the fans at risk. They're putting their talent at risk, however. I mean, come on, guys. Seriously. And then you look at this bullshit, and Justin and I talked about this before, I think, with Shaq and... Uh, yeah, COVID-19. And else. Yeah, but I'm just saying this, though. What are you going to do in a couple weeks when you move to Thunderdome at Tropicana Field? How many people are going to be allowed in that building come TLC? Are you going to allow people in there for the Rumble in late January next year? 
next at the end of January, going into February, early 2021. You're playing basically a no-win situation. You're basically playing with fire at this point. You're going to get burnt. You're going to get burnt badly. Well, and I read this, and I, I read this, and I know that they're 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 all right now. Everybody's just pretty much, as they say, trading on thin ice with all this. So, I mean, England making the first the first word out there saying that they're going to do something about it. I mean, I mean, like I said, WWE still doing the thing with the Thunderdome, but they're. But Proper Camp Field, I think it's supposed to be a little bit bigger than the Amway Center, is it? Isn't it? Uh, it depends on how many people can get in there. I mean, they're but still yeah, going to close it off, right? But, now. but yeah, but but it, yeah, but it is technically bigger, you're right, tell them. It, 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 it is. So it is. I don't see why they couldn't. If it's supposed to be bigger than the Amway Center, I don't know why they just can't simply just spread people out. If they it's might. Bigger, they're going to have. I mean, to, they might. They just might have to. But again, they better know yeah, what they're But, but Vince, Vince doesn't want to be responsible for anything. Of course not. A la Trump. For you. A la Trump, man. I mean, he's not, he's, right, exactly. he's he not going to be responsibility. Of course he doesn't. So. All right, gentlemen, let's go ahead here. We should have some time here. I'd like to go ahead and talk about, uh, as you know, we did have seven matches, of course, from this past Sunday Survivor Series. I would like to talk about the four champion versus champion matches in good detail here. Um, because and, and then tomorrow night on Revolution, we'll talk about the remaining ones. Now, uh, and that will include, of course, the Battle Royal. We'll talk about it tomorrow night. But all I want to do is just talk about the, about the four champion versus champion matchups here, by the way. Uh, the first one here we'll, we'll talk about here. Is the tag team match? It lasted 13 minutes and 40 seconds, as the Street Profits, of course, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, defeated the New Day, who was Kofi and Xavier. And believe it or not, Big E was actually in the New Day's corner. Um, of course, he was, uh, but he wasn't there for very long. He was there, but he wasn't there for very long. That's the thing. Okay, well, now I'm shocked as to why he didn't stay for the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of surprised myself. But anyway, JD, your thoughts here about the tag team champion versus champion match, please. Uh, I thought it wasn't a bad match, however, and I'm not surprised the New Day ended up losing this one, however. I think it made sense for them to lose because you had to give them the win here, however, more than you would the Street Profits, however. So uh, the Street Profits coming through was a big way, way to give them the win, however, unlike the... Uh, New Day, so I think it was smart to give them, referring to the Street Profits, the victory rather than the New Day. Like I said, it was a good match, however, but I think, however, I mean, the New Day is getting really old with their shtick, however. They need to basically do something else at this point, however, as far as tag teams go. I mean, the tag team division is so stale anymore. It's, I mean, it's the same old, the Hurt Business, the New Day, the Street Profits. That's all you got. You got no one else out there just stand out to you at all and it's a shame because they could do so much more I agree Justin your thoughts here about the tag team champion versus 
Uh, same thing with um John. I mean Jetty's. Okay. All right. Well, John, your thoughts here about that? John, it was a new day in the street profits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said it wasn't a bad. He said it wasn't a. It was a great tag match. To be, he said to be perfectly honest there with him. So, our next match up here. Uh, let's see here. Not. Whoa, that that sparkling water will do that. My goodness. Hmm. So, uh, next up here. Uh, let me see here. The, the champion versus champion match, Bobby Lashley, the U.S. champion, with the rest of the herd business in his corner, defeated the Intercontinental champion, Sami Zayn, which, of course, I think we all we all kind of predicted that. But this was, of course, by submission. Uh, J.D., your thoughts about this one? It wasn't short, but it was to the point, and you knew Sami was going to get beat his own game. Sami just kept running his mouth and running his mouth, and look where it gone. Basically, he got his own foot put in his mouth, and I'll be right back. Justin, your thoughts about Bobby Lashley to get by Sami Zayn in this champion versus champion match this past Sunday? I may not like Bobby Lashley, but um, congratulations to Bobby and um, he's, um is is a is a piece of piece of garbage. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And John, your thoughts about this match here with between Bobby and Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn? Of course, he did say yes. We of course, every everyone pretty much in the title challenge did actually predict, predict Bobby Lashley to win. No, Sami Zayn. We'll just say Sami Zayn didn't get any love on Sunday. Uh, I don't think anybody wanted to get near him, but I mean that's just pretty much also the. Okay, and John has nothing, nothing else he has to add right there. Uh, <clears throat> we'll go over straight to Justin. I think JD still has, has not yet returned, so we'll come back to JD in just a minute. But Justin, I'll, I'll go to you next on this one here. Uh, by the way, that uh, that match uh, between Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn lasted seven minutes and fifty seconds. It was the shortest match of the entire event. By the way. Uh, the, our next one here, of course, is the women's champion versus champion match. As we saw, the SmackDown women's champion, Sasha Banks, get by the Raw women's champion, Asuka, in 13 minutes and five seconds. Uh, Justin, let me ask you first here, sir, your thoughts about this match. Good match. But, um, so, um, 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 you know, um, I, 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 didn't expect, I didn't know Sasha can beat Asuka. I'm back. No, I mean, I'm back. Okay. It, was, it, was, it was neat, though, in that respect, I would think. But good point there, Justin. J.D., your thoughts about Sasha Banks getting by Oscar? Yeah, I mean, after what happened earlier in the year with those two, how you knew that Sasha needed redemption here, however, mind you, after Oscar had won the last time, however. I mean, it wasn't a bad match. It was okay. But, again, it is what it is, however. And, I mean, basically... 
It wasn't a bad match. Let's just see. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm just checking. Sorry, I was just checking something here. I just had to check something here. Okay. But Game Boy was saying, however, I mean, it wasn't a bad match. Like I said, there were some good things about it. And uh, like I said, for the most part, it was an okay match. Okay, sorry about that. I just had to check something here. Okay. Anyway, as I was saying, not a bad match, however. It was good for what it was, however. Uh, but like I said, I mean, it's time to freshen that up a little bit more. I mean, we've seen these uh, two, and along with Boily Karen, uh, just feud with each other. <sighs> Sorry, for much of the year. I mean, it's time to fre- get new people up here like Rhea Ripley, possibly like Io Shirai, possibly maybe even uh, Candice Ray. But, you know, it's just, it's grown stale a little bit. The women, however, continue to fight. It's do the same old, same old, however. And but yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, John did say here Sasha and Oscar did put on an okay match. Before I get to the last one here, guys, based on something we talked about last week, and uh, with the rumors flying around that there could be a possibility sometime down the road that Rhea Ripley could be moved up to the main roster, the the predict that this will this will take place. I think she'll be up before. Uh, I think she'll be up after the War Games match that happens in a couple weeks. I mean, she hasn't been up since April. I know she went to pieces, Charlotte Flair, the Android Queen herself, who probably hasn't had her batteries full charged yet, along with other things, including her big boobs, and of course, looking like the blonde, backstabbing <laughs> little broad-ass bitch that she is. So uh, I imagine how her big boob Charlotte will be back at some point. However trying to demand this title shot from Oscar Howard going up against Oscar or Sasha or possibly someone like Nia or Shayna, however. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, the women's division right now is kind of rough, to say the least. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's not been great, let's just say that. It could be so much better. Okay. Justin, your thoughts about this, uh, the rumor about Rhea Ripley might come up, come up to the main roster here, your personal thoughts about that? Yes. And um, what 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 what? Wait, she's she's not she's not on NXT no more. Well, there's a rumor that she might be coming up because based upon what happened in the match with her and Io Shirai the other the other week, that whenever whenever they saw everybody saw Rhea Ripley and Io hug each other after the match took place, shown as a sign of respect. Some took it as a possibility that, that that might be like her last official NXT hurrah or something like that, and there was a possibility that she might be coming up to the roster. That was some of the talk that was that was discussed. I, I remember even reading about this. I think well, I think it was last week. I think I read about this. Um, but uh, I mean, there's some talk about it. But I mean, right now it's not anything etched in stone. But I do see her coming. I mean, she she would be a good main event player to come up with, with no problem. So, um, I think she might come uh, to the wrong. Well, wherever she comes to, she's going to make an impact in the women's division on either show. There's no doubt about it. There's no... I mean, if girls like Charlotte or Bailey or Becky or uh, Miss Bliss or 
you know, any of many of that came before her. Right. But talk about but 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 like I said, any of them that come up from NXT before has made an impact. I don't I think Rhea Ripley would be pretty much in that same category. But I think Rhea might make a much bigger impact in my personal opinion. But that's just me. And John says he actually does see Rhea Ripley coming in there at some point down the road here. Okay. Now, this is the one here I know everybody has got something they want to talk about. Um and of course, I didn't like. I heard. I heard about how this happened, and I didn't. I didn't actually like how the way it happened. But I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, which is actually the longest match of the whole night. By the way, the uh, no, I already said how long that was. Anyway, um, the last champion versus champion match, which lasted 24 minutes and 50 seconds, saw the Universal Champion Roman Reigns. With his uh, witch doctor Walrus, uh, Paul Hankey, which that's why I'm calling him because that's what he looks like to me. All he's missing is, all he's missing is some makeup, and that's pretty much all he's got. Uh, get by Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion, by technical submission. Before you guys say anything, let me, let me speak on this one because I read about this and I heard about what happened. And JD, you heard me talk about this on Raw Radio yesterday. You know what I said. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say close to this one more time. That point blank bottom line that that was not, in my personal opinion, a fair way to end that match. It was not fair a fair way. No. And the reason why I say the reason why I say it was not a fair way. <clears throat> the reason why I say it, the reason why I say it was not a fair way was because like I said that I'm going to give the devil its due here. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre are your top two talents right now in the WWE. Not just because they're holding the big belts, because they are that good. Okay? They are. You can't deny the abilities. And I don't deny that. I've never denied any wrestling's abilities at all. We don't like how the way they act, but we just like, we just like the way they fight. That's what we watch is the way they fight. But the thing about it is the way all the way this happened here, you know, was not was not a fair was not a fair assessment of this. That I think I believe sometime down the road, even if it, I don't know when, if it will ever happen at all, but I think sometime down the road here we need to have another encounter between Roman and Drew. We need to because it was not it was not fairly done Sunday night in my opinion. And also, if you think about it here. And if you look, if you look at some of the dimensions in all this, guys, this I compared this to one other encounter. And JD, you heard me say this yesterday. WrestleMania 13, the submission match, Bret Hart and Steve Austin. Steve Austin never gave up. He passed out. That's what drew. That's what happened with McIntyre. He passed out. He didn't quit because. He yeah. passed out. Period. Period. Bottom line. And that was not a fair. That was not a fair way to end it. That was not a fair way to end it at all. I mean, Roman, said Roman and Paul Heyman are going to have something to gloat about here on Friday, but there's no reason for it. There is no reason for it because they didn't. They didn't do any. They didn't prove anything, in my opinion. If I, I'll get. I'll get in Roman and Paul's face. Say, look here. You guys didn't prove it. You didn't prove Jack squat. 
You didn't prove jack squat at all. And besides, this is and this 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 has this has Vince McMahon's hands all over it. Because as I said, this was exactly like what happened 23 years ago between Bret Hart and Stone Cold. Bret because they about is Bret Hart made Stone Cold Steve Austin pass out with that sharpshooter. And like I said, he was out in the middle of the ring. He didn't say anything or do anything. And at the time, Ken Shamrock, who was the referee of that match, had no choice but to call it right there. And then let me tell you something. That's what the, and, that, and the referee did what he was supposed to do. I'm not doubting his ability. I just said it was I – th- I don't think it was done fairly, in my personal opinion. I may get an argument about it later. If I do, so be it. But that's my personal opinion about it. J.D., let's hear your take about this matter. Yep. Your thoughts, please, Jeannie. No, you're right. I mean, you're 100% right, however. I mean, go figure. I mean, sorry, just my mind's some other stuff uh, thought of tonight. It's just my mind's in on a lot of things tonight. But, no, you're 100% right what you're saying, and you made your points yesterday, and it's very valid, and I'm not going to disagree with what you said, however. I mean, you did bring up, however, some uh, very uh, interesting points, however, about, uh, like you said earlier. Okay. All right. Justin, your thoughts about this match between Roman and Drew? I think there's going to be a rematch down the road. And um, People say, people saying I, I mean I've been here I was in this wrestling group and campaign and people saying that um is called wrestling owner said that someone said that Drew McIntyre is a disgrace. To um mm-hmm. pro wrestling. Right. John, you're your, your thoughts. I'll think, I'll think, I'll, I, I, I disagree. What, you disagree with what I just said? I'm sorry, I disagree with someone. This person, person said that Drew, Mac, Drew McIntyre is a disgrace to wrestling. Well, also, of course, this is also going on a lot of the same thing I read Saying that, saying something that Paul Heyman, of course, obviously was uh, was being interviewed about uh, this thing with Roman and Drew, and how he was saying that Drew McIntyre was secondary to Roman Reigns. Now, you talk about complete arrogance right there. Roman has gotten into that guy's head mm-hmm. tenfold, no question, no question and that, that. No, no, you're 100% right. I mean, I would agree. I mean, this. Josh says, good match between these two guys, Drew and Roman, and it went back and forth. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've just now pulled up something here from WrestlingNews.co. Apparently, this is apparently part of a storyline here, but apparently Braun Strowman and storyline, as they said, is suspended indefinitely from WWE. Yeah, I heard about that. Now, the of course, they, they, they uh, of course, uh, 
Of course, it was reported that WWE has nothing to defend the plan for TLC pay-per-view. As of Monday afternoon, Strowman was reportedly in line to have a big role at this show. So. Yeah. So, oh, um, I hate to bring up anything on a political level, but I've got to mention something. Apparently here, uh, uh, apparently, uh, our esteemed Treasury Secretary Stephen uh, Dumb Luckin, or whatever his name is, will put four hundred and fifty-five billion dollars in unspent CARES Act funding into an account that his presumed successor. Former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen will soon need, need authorization from Congress to use. The money will be placed in the agency's general fund, which was cored to a spokesperson on Tuesday. Most of it had gone to support Federal Reserve emergency lending facilities, and munitions clawback would make it impossible for Yellen as Treasury Secretary to restore for that purpose without lawmakers' blessing. Democrats swiftly criticized the move with a member of, of the watchdog panel overseeing Fed and Treasury uh, virus relief funds saying the good news is that it's illegal and can be reversed next year. So, so oh, oh yeah, I got to hear what you guys say, J.D., about this. I mean, what, what do you think about this, Come this back change to me. of events? Come back, to Come back to you on that? Okay. 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 We'll do. Okay. Justin, what's your take about this and this little change of events here? And this whole, of course, apparently, apparently Trump is. It almost seems like to me that Trump is. He's 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 pretty much he's pretty much lost several of these these uh, legal challenges and all that to try to turn the election in his favor, and then all of a sudden, you know, that they have started they have started of course plans to start turning over a lot of. Uh, Looks like it's not like turn over a lot of um, information that, that is going to be needed in the new administration over to those that's going to be involved when Biden takes office in January. What's your what what's your what's your take about all this? Is Trump is is Trump kind of lost the confidence? Your personal opinion? Yeah, I think he has because he just bitter because Biden won the election and um and I think he I think um he's losing it for real. Does he know he does he does he honestly truthfully <laughs> he honestly truthfully know that he's lost Yeah. He does. He need, I think he need. He, he, he should just get arrested. <laughs> Easier go, said than go, done. I think he go to prison. Yeah, he probably have to carry him out in shackles. Probably. I don't know. But, uh, John is saying that he's pretty much lost his confidence ever since, of course, losing the presidency. Which, of course, John, if you recall, Trump is saying that he has never, that he said he never lost. So. Remember, he already 
predicted. He already said, "Hey, I want it." But you know what's been. But you know what's been happening. So, but good, good points there, gentlemen. Now, I, now we definitely got to hear from the main man himself right here. Uh, <clears throat> I definitely love to hear what. I definitely, definitely like to hear what JD has to say on this. JD, Let's please. Say he's out of office and he's gone. Goodbye. I'm gonna say. Has he used up every single loophole he can? I think he has. I mean, today you saw what happened with him today with the turkey in the yard and the. Uh, I think it was the uh, rose garden or whatever it was. It was pretty funny, but he has tried to fight through every loophole, through every one of his lawyers and attorneys. How and he thinks he still has a chance of winning? No, he already used up all his power. His power has been stripped to the bone. He knows now that basically Georgia gave in to Biden. Pennsylvania did the same. Nevada did the same. He has nothing left now. It's all over. And the sad part is, I was talking about this with my mom tonight and my dad. You guys might agree to disagree about this. The question is, what is his legacy going to be when it's all said and done? What is he, the, the record going to say? about his reign as president, besides 2016 through 2020. I don't think they're going to be saying much about anything, because it's so, it's going to be so laughable. and so just damn amusing. All they're going to say is he came off of, of his time in office, the four years he had in office. If they say anything else besides those four years, I'll be surprised. I don't see it happening, but then again, you never know. You just never right. know. And of course, as you know, by doing all this, the one thing he did screw himself out of is another is another is another chance to run again. Which, if he did, nobody's going to end up voting for him this time. No, he didn't screw himself out of office. He put himself out of it because of all the shit that he pulled. That's what he did. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, he. Oh, sorry. No, because he hit. No, he snuck. Because, like I said, I mean, you have two opportunities. You have two opportunities to run for two terms, the opportunities to hold two terms to run for president. And there's been many occasions in which, like I said, they, they would vote, they would, they would vote somebody in twice. But like I said, obviously, uh, obviously, of course, uh, that, that Trump didn't win the, the second on the second go around. So obviously, obviously, like I said, with all this going on, he's kind of pretty much kind of messed up his chance of trying to maybe run again in 2024. And you know, will I mean? Do you think? Do you think Biden will probably have the upper hand in that this go around? I mean, I would. If, I think if he, he will, if but you but you you got to be careful though. Yes, I do. I think he does have. A, I mean, we're going to see what happens. Obviously, that's the big thing. We're going to see what happens here. However, over the course of time, I think he will have a, be a very success. If he'll be successful, but again. He's just got to be very, very careful on what he does. And I think with uh, what he's doing so far, I mean, look what the stock market was today. It went up quite a bit today. It was like, um, uh, I think, 300. Uh, I forget how many po- how much it was up today, but it was very successful today. You saw what happened. And uh, it was uh, yeah. a good day. It was a good day for the stock market. So you definitely have reason to be happy. I'll be right back. Okay. Thank you, and of course, my personal opinion here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and say this, of course, with John and Justin here as witnesses while J.D. has stepped out. 
that despite the fact that he still has a lot of people on, on in his administration, I'm sure probably support him and still possibly saying the same thing he is, that I'm sure that even deep down, they, they probably realized that his time's done. His time is done and it's time that, that, that the, the BS, I think, is pretty much kind of over with. And no matter what you're hearing from that Kaylee McEnany, whatever her name is, no matter what you're hearing from Mitch McConnell, no matter what you're hearing from um, Rudy Giuliani, regardless of whoever, whoever, everyone all involved here, here and there, you know, it's 100% academic. It's 100% down to a science. Trump has officially lost his presidency. I think also the fact that he felt as well, because if you recall, during all, during all this, that he actually did gain one state, and unfortunately, that was my that was my neck of the woods, and that was North Carolina. So, um, I mean, I'm not gloating or boasting about it because I'm not one of those that put him there because I didn't vote for the guy at all. My personal opinion, I said I voted outside the box. I didn't even vote for Biden. So, I mean, but of course, a lot of things happened on that day that I was not really too particularly proud of. But I mean. <clears throat> but I'm sure a lot of people will probably pay for that here sometime down the road. But hey, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. This, folks. <clears throat> now, 10 34 p.m. Sorry, the thing with, the thing with Biden is, though, I mean, he's not going to, I mean, he hasn't bullshit his way. He didn't go after and attack who he was supposed to attack. He played it very smart. He wasn't playing dirty pool and everything like that. And the thing is, though, he kept it to the vest, like I said. He didn't go after and say, oh, I'm going to attack you, Mr. President, however, with your family, however, your wife, your son, however, your daughter, however, and all the people with you, like, or you. No, he didn't do that. And, of course, like I said, I think a lot of people are, are, actually, are actually complimenting, you know, President-elect Biden. For not doing what Trump did, and 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 and, and uh, going through the court system, that's which a lot of people said that was yeah that that that's the thing he thought he could win with. I mean, look what. Mm -hmm. I'm just checking something here, uh, but like I said, you oh. thought, however, with him going through the court system, however, he was going to have that chance. You thought, oh, he's going to fight through and through. He's going to basically tell everyone how he really feels. Well, at the end of the day, how did that work out? It didn't work out too well, did it? No, it didn't. No, it didn't at all. And, of course, I was saying he thought he could, he, like I said, he thought he could fight Pennsylvania. He thought he could t take on Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona. He didn't win any of those. As I mentioned before, the only one he did win. Most of those courts said, to hell with you. We don't care about your bullshit no more. We're tired of your bullshit. You're tired of – you basically put all of us uh, the way we are, however, and the way we've been presented, however. Well, guess what? At the end of the day, it came back and bit in the ass. It kind of really took you down. What's that? No. I didn't say anything. I mean, somebody. I don't no, know what that Justin was. said something. No, Justin said something. I didn't hear him. 
Justin, I, I don't well, I didn't I say anything. Say, oh, I, oh, I thought, oh, I thought, oh, I thought you said something, Justin. My mistake. Sorry, I thought you said something. Well, we, got, no, we got some bad echoes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I said, he just thought he could take on the big boys, however. Guess what? It didn't work out real well. Yeah. And of course, like I said, the where we're at now, we got we have to report more and more cases of this virus. Uh, we still don't have any help at all in terms of another stimulus thing. And before and before and before, like I said, they we resolved they were going to try to reach something. They went back on their break again and they won't be back until next month. So um so I mean they're pretty much like I said, everybody everybody here in the who who is who is stepping up to the plate here is you know, now got their sights. You need to step up here and you need to do something regardless of the that might be coming from but but um okay but uh but but you said, you know, you know, you see that people are going to give a Man, what is that sound? I don't know. We, I think we got fixed now. That's a bad echo. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, like I said, all of them Whatever that was. I don't. I, I don't. Well, it sounds like you said echo is coming from somebody. It's there. It happens every time I'm talking. So I don't know what what it is. So anyway, anyway, like I said before, they all went home before they have a chance. They had that that uh, we were hoping for them to make to do something here. You know, in the midst of the fact that a lot of people are going to be struggling here with with, of course, we're, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving in two days' time. And a lot of people are not going to be able to do what they want to do because, or they can do because of all this going on here and everything like that. And, the, and our own government don't even give a darn about, like I said, the fact that more people are going to suffer. But, you know, all these other guys like Pelosi, McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, uh, Kaylee McNamara, Rudy Giuliani, all of them and all that, they're going, they're, 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 oh, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Because they got money to burn, they got money to spend. They can go spending on a lot, on having all this stuff catered and all that stuff fixing for them and everything like that. But no, a lot of people can't. A lot of people don't have that luxury. I know. I've been in the midst. I was in the midst of it today. That's part of my job. That's what I do every day. There's a lot of folks here that are doing some heavy duty struggling. They're trying their best to get on their feet. And and what have we been saying all this time? They didn't ask for that. No one asked for this virus to take place. It is not their fault that they lost their jobs over it. It's not their fault they're losing their homes over it and all. <clears throat> you know, I mean, you know, Trump may say, of course, the virus may be China's fault, and it may be China's fault. But like I said, as for helping the American people, Trump, it is your fault. It is your fault and the fault of your of, of your of, of, of the of the administration. Of, of the of the most of the most 
classic, classless and harmful administrations, of course, in the history of this country. Keep in mind by what I've said before. This country, last I remember, remember hearing, J.D., John, Justin, y'all can possibly back me up on this, is called the United States of America. Have we been united for the past few months? No, we haven't. When we need it the most, we haven't. Now, I know, but I'm talking about in the face of this. That's what I'm talking about, oh, yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, but we got help one time. And how long ago was that? That was about, what, five or six months ago? Yep. And now, and and, and the thing is, they've been throwing out all the sort of things that, well, we're not going to give you this and this, you give us that. And who gives a darn about what everything else is going on? There might be a, other, there might be a whole lot of other things that are going on in this world that need some attention, yes. But this virus, this virus, relief from this virus should take precedent over anything. And the fact that people are not able to get out there and try to work to help bring in money for their families and all that, and all that, you know, they they they, they keep saying, okay, oh, the economy's doing fine. The economy's not doing fine. Yep. There's a lot of people that are not even make, there are not people benefit from all of it because they're not able to benefit from it because they're not working. They're not able to. Why? Because a lot of the places that they're working at. I've shut that a lot of times have either shut down or they brought in other people and all that in the midst of all this that's been going on with this virus. Like I said, I'm gonna believe President Let Biden when I hear it, when I see it happen on, after January the twentieth. If he plans on doing something immediately after that inauguration, I'll believe it when I see it. At least like I said, he's given people some sort of some sort of word that he's actually going to step up and do something, unlike what we've been hearing from Trump for the last few months, saying we're going to promise something really big and all that. Have we had anything yet? Not since May. And here it is. Here it is. A month before Christmas, technically. Yep. Technically, a month before Christmas, and, and two days away from Thanksgiving. How are people going to spend the holidays, man? They, they can't spend it with what they want to. They can't spend it with the ones that they love because of this. They're doing all they can to try to keep themselves from getting it. And they still keep saying you got to do more. What more can you do about it? You can't. Nope. There's nothing else to do. I know I'm getting a little bit out of whack here. But. Is it just me, or have we been hearing the same mess over and over and over and over again? Have we been hearing that? I know I have. Justin, I know you have. John, I know you yeah. have. JD, I know, I know I've, have. And I've heard, I've heard it, yep, yep. And, and trust me, I think all of us would agree to say, we're getting sick and tired of hearing it. Stop talking and start doing for Pete's sake, man, I feel bad for all these people. You know, sometimes I even go to bed at night saying, you know, yeah, I may be in a nice little bed here and there, and you know, I get ready because I go to work every day and all that. I mean, while I'm I'm happy, please just punch it. I've had a job for as long as I've had it, but like I said, that doesn't mean I'm thinking that I'm better than anybody. 
I never thought that. I pray every single day for every single person that's been afflicted by all this. Because like I said, we I don't I don't I don't look at any, I don't I don't I don't look at anybody below me. I look at everybody as equals. I always have. And y'all have seen that tenfold in what I've been doing with the groups and the shows here. JD John, y'all know that especially. Keep it because in Justin, I'm gonna tell you this story, I'm gonna tell you this because you've never probably heard this. When, and forgive me for bringing this up, JD. Forgive me for bringing this up, John. I gotta bring this up. Who was it? Who was it, JD and John? A few years ago, that whenever you were down down on your luck after being berated for giving out your thoughts about everything going on here, wrestling, who was the one that came to your rescue? JD, who was the one that came to your rescue whenever you were berated a few years ago? Oh, God, that was so long ago. I can't even remember now. Well, you know who it was, JD. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but I know who. But who was the one that, after, who was the one that, like, say, so you remember, you went on all these other shows talking, your, you and John talking your piece about wrestling, and all of a sudden, you were, you were poked fun of, made fun of, whatever. Who gave you a chance to give you your opportunity to speak like that? Who gave you that chance? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You're 100% right. Yeah, no, I'm talking about me, Jim. I'm the one that gave you I know, that's what I'm saying. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Justin, these guys right here, he had a very keen interest in your wrestling. They were being, they were being, by people who thought they knew it ten times better than they did, and I, when I heard about it, I even, I even spoke back at them and brought them in. That's why they're doing raw radio. If it wasn't for me, they would. I mean, I'm not gloating, guy. JDU, John, no, I'm not gloating about this. But if it wasn't for me, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what, I wouldn't dare. No, I would. I don't know what I could have said. But anyway, like I said, I'm glad to have. Well, on that note, I'm going to get going, guys. I will talk to you tomorrow. I'll talk about you later, Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so Justin, that's how all that pretty much came to play. Is the fact that is the fact that like that that you know you know JD and John, like I said, all they want to do is come on and share their thoughts on wrestling. And, uh, and 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 what happened was pretty much, was, you know, they were pretty much kind of, kind of, it, it was kind of really just kind of hurting them, you know, it kind of hurt their spirit and everything like that. So I just quickly decided to say, you know what, someone needs to give them a chance. So I gave them a chance. And ever since that time, they didn't hear about the same. They've been not here for, for a while here too. But, uh, but like I said, but like I said, you know, you know, they've been a very, just like you are too, Justin. Not taking anything away from you, but JD and John, like I said, have been a humongous part of this. I'm thankful to them and everyone that's been involved. And John's already left us here tonight there as well. So we do want to thank the Iceman, Jared Geronimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for bringing for for uh, coming on and giving her talk about. Uh, 
the news and history and also Raw and also uh, uh, some of the matches from this past Sunday Survivor Series. Coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here in the radio network on TalkShoe.com. Don't forget, at 141-387-POUND, at 6.30 will be our edition of WCWS Outside the Ropes, as I'll be bringing you, of course, some, some of the latest pop culture news and views, courtesy of our friend, Nicole as well as, some, of course, some pop culture uh, history and birthdays. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be also be bringing you some wrestling news tidbits, of course, to get you set for tomorrow night's revolution. Be sure to listen in at 6.30, pounds. And also, speaking of revolution, episode 916 tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, news and views, history and birthdays. Also, we'll talk about the remaining three matches from Survivor Series, as well as give you up to, up, up to an update on the results of AEW Dynamite and NXT for tomorrow night. Plus some other wrestling extras, of course, coming your way here as well. Plus continue updates here on our on our trivia gladiator championship poll and our NXT Halloween Havoc Championship match poll between John and Jordan. So be sure to check that out here, of course, here tomorrow night. One three eight zero five five pound of course right here on talkshoe.com. Justin, anything else you wish to add before we close up shop here for the night? Yeah, I got some uh history and birthdays. Yes, please. Yes, yes, man. Justin, go ahead do do like an addendum of some history and birthdays here. Please, Justin, let's, let's, let's go ahead and hear what you got. Go ahead. Okay, 30 years ago today, um, Lex Luger defeated um, jobber Ed Brock on NWA WCW Pro. 30 years ago today, the fabulous Freebirds defeated jobbers Ty Bruce Brewer and Paul Lee on Worldwide. Um, 30 years ago, the Nasty Boys defeated jobbers Scott Sandlin and John Chambers on Power on TBS. And 30 years ago, Mr. T- Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning with Bobby Heenan defeated Reno Regans on Superstars. May he rest in peace. And 30 years, 30 years ago, Saba Simba defeated Bob Bradley on Wrestling Spotlight. 30 years ago, the Z-Man Tom Singh defeated Wild Bill Aaron on WCW, on WCW Saturday Night on TBS 30 years ago. And rest in peace to Z-Man Tom Singh. And on this day and night, in um, 30 years ago in WWE history, WWE hosted Madison Square Garden in New York City. The British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith defeated Buddy Rose. Tubboat defeated Boris Zukov. Earthquake defeated Hulk Hogan by countout. Shane Douglas defeated Haku. The Texas Tornado defeated Mr. Perfect with special guest referee Brian Piper to retain the Intercontinental Championship and rest in peace to three men, um, the Texas Tornado. Mr. Perfect and Riley Piper. Tech, the, the, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and Virgil defeated um, Dustin Rhodes, who we know as Goldust, and the late American Dream, Dustin Rhodes. You know how it is. Sergeant Slaughter defeated Hexaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart defeated um, the Barbarian. Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels defeated Demolition, cru- crushed and smashed by disqualification. 
And 20 years ago today, we lost Elliot Sullivan. He was born in, born in 1941, and he died 20 years ago on, on November 24, 2000. Today is a happy 49th birthday to the Japanese female wrestler Sumi Sakai. That's it. Oh, okay. okay. Th thank you very much, here, Justin. Yes. Um, and of course, they said also happy 40th birthday to Hall of Famer uh, Beth Phoenix as well. So, one quick story before we leave here, uh, okay. Justin, I'm going to get your take on this. This is coming from sportskeeda.com. Apparently, WWE is filing for another trademark. This time, they're filing for a trademark for the name Dean Ambrose. Uh, let me go ahead and just read the story here. John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, left WWE last year after his contract expired. WWE did not renew the Dean Ambrose trademark on time, but has filed for it once again. Here's the story. WWE filed, has, filed, have filed, has filed a trademark to name Dean Ambrose once again. The report comes in from Wrestling News, who have obtained the filing from the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Dean, Am Dean Ambrose was a trademark under WWE's books for a long time, but it expired earlier this year. The company could have renewed it back in August, but failed to do so. The Patent and Trademark Office gave them an extended period to file the renewal, but they reportedly decided against it. However, WWE has now shown interest in obtaining the trademark once again and filed for the same on back on October the 8th. The application was entered into the Patent uh, Trademark Office's database this week. And, of course, also they have a, the DM Burst trademark description on here. You can go on this story and read it. I'll post this on the Revolution Radio page. Anybody wants to read it. Wrestling News also reports that WWE has asked John Moxley, who was formerly known as Dean Ambrose, to sign a consent, consent form for the trademark. The trademark is still listed as dead by the Patent and Trademark Office, but the renewal should take place here soon. Uh, of course, obviously, Justin, would, of course, John Moxley now in AEW, and apparently WWE is willing to keep the Dean Ambrose character name. What's your what's your take about this? I mean, uh, that is crazy. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, now unless of course they plan on wanting to use the name and like in in different. Uh, wait, wait, uh, wait. Trying to give the name, given um, name to to someone else. I don't know if it's to give the name to someone else or for them to use it like maybe for like to put, I don't know, maybe it's like I said before, you know how they'll post stories about or post uh, like uh, talk about history of matches and stuff or something like that. And, and I think they have to get permission, I guess, to probably use some of the names. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if it has something to do with that or whatever, but apparently WWE is because obviously it was probably something that WWE came up with. So I guess it, it, I would I wouldn't think they would have to have permission to do that, seeing as how that that you know he's going by his real name. He's not even going by Dean Ambrose in AEW. So I, mean, I don't see why in the world. I mean, I fear he wouldn't take that name with him. I mean, I fear he would go by his real name. 
Uh, so, but the story is now posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. If you want to go back and read that story, um, read, read in some detail there as well. Go check that out. On that note, here, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 915 of WCWS Revolution. Once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw thanks the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, as well as the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. And the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, for joining me here tonight in our big time talk here of everything going on here in the world of wrestling. Uh, some surprising stuff here, of course, here tonight. And, of course, you can always go back and listen to this and all of our other past episodes, of course, on TalkShoe.com if you care to go back and listen. We also encourage here, folks, to go on, to check out all of our groups on Facebook, where, of course, we have been posting stuff like crazy. Um, I can tell you that we've just posted some stuff here recently um, <clears throat> in the Entertainment Cavalcade page as well as the Sports Roundup page. In the Game Show Alley page, we've actually posted some episodes of some classic game shows from about 30 or 40 years ago. Uh, so definitely check out, some of the, check out some of those. Also, of course, uh, our tribute groups to Don Rickles and uh, Johnny Carson. Also, we've posted, we've posted some stuff here just recently. In our group, in our group dedicated to Who's Line is it anyway, called the Who's Line Appreciation Society. I've also sent invites out to a lot of folks as well. So if anybody wants to go on there and look at some past Who's Line is it anyway moments, please feel free to go on there and check that out there as well. And I continue to post things on there about every day. So, so you might see something, you might see some of the same, some, some different, but still definitely check it out. We try to keep things in there as fresh as we possibly can. Also, of course, our power, uh, power Rangers protecting the power, as well as, of course, Motor Week retro review cards of the past. We've posted some stuff in those here just recently. Uh, we've had a lot of people join up, uh, join our Hardy Boys tribute page, Hardy Boys fans. Um, and some invites have been sent out to that page as well if you want to check that out. Also, of course, our tribute groups, uh, including um, OVWUS, ROHUS, NWAUS, uh, ECWUS, uh, WCCWUS, and so many others. We're at AEWUS, and we'll definitely check all those pages out. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the video vault, we've got a lot of great stuff posted on there, including some more Undertaker moments. We continue to post a lot of those, including some matches, of course, I think getting everything prepared for TLC. Uh, there have been some past matches from TLC that I've, that I've posted on there just here, just the last couple of days. Um, also, some old clips from, and Justin, if you want to check out some classic stuff, we've cla- we posted some old Mid-South Wrestling uh, shows from, from the early 80s. So definitely check that out. If you want to check out some classic wrestling. I'm talking about classic wrestling. Uh, but, uh, but, of course, if you're retired, if you're tired with the product right now as it is today, just, 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 just go back in time. That's the way to do it. Uh, women of WCW US are our group for our female wrestling fans. We got a lot of great, um, a lot of great um, ladies wrestling matches on there. Be sure to check that out. Um, also, also of course, like I said, continue like to the pay per view prediction page, Revolution Radio page, also WCWS Universe Legacy Nitro Thunder Dynasty. Check out all those pages here, folks, and we got so so many, of course, for you to check out. So be sure to definitely look into those here today. As we said, check out all of our past episodes here on TalkShoot.com of everything in the radio network. 
from our from our first episode of Revolution back in 2015 up until, of course, tonight. Check out everything we've got on here, of course, as we have it. Of course, if you get to hear from everyone, including uh, Gerard, Michelle, J.D. and John, uh, Jeff, J.M.L., Rhonda, uh, of course, uh, uh, Kendrick, as well as, of course, uh, uh, Justin, um, Fonzie, uh, Anil, Mitt, I mean, and also we've had some several wrestling legends, of course, come on our shows here in the past. Be sure to check out some of those episodes here as well. I still emphasize very greatly, ladies and gentlemen, to check out Revolution episode number 29, which was July 31st, 2015. I cannot emphasize that episode more. That is the episode that, of course, would be paid tribute to Rowdy Roddy Piper. That was the day that he passed away. And we paid tribute to him on that night. So, uh, so, definitely, basically, so definitely be sure to check out that and so many other great episodes of not just Revolution, but all of our shows on the radio network. Be sure to check that out here today. As of right now, according to TalkShoe, Revolution has over 12,000 downloads already. The highest one of the bunch. So we're very, very proud of that. And, of course, all the other shows are reaching up to that level here very soon. Wolfpack, I think, has almost 5,500 downloads by itself. So it's, it's, it's getting up there in numbers. So definitely check all that out here um, as we continue, of course, to bring in the best and talk about everything from wrestling to, to entertainment, sports, you name it. We definitely will talk about everything going on here under the sun. <clears throat> Revolution episode 915 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, be sure to, of course, to keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean, and definitely pray here as we, of course, continue to fight this this situation with this pandemic and all that. And this is something we will get through. This is not going to be our this is not going to be our normal routine here for very much longer. I definitely continue, I suppose, to continue to just pray very, very hard for all this. Pray for all those who are suffering. Pray for all those that are affected. We will get by this. And like I said, the good Lord has a way, and he will point the way out to everyone here. You just wait and see. Take care, and God bless your folks. Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of wrestling, pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything else in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. Uh, Justin, have yourself a terrific evening. Take care, and we'll join you here, of course, on Outside the Ropes and Revolution here tomorrow night. Take care, and God bless. This is the WCWS Radio Network.